The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Capp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. So, our last episode was 52. And it was a year. So today is the beginning of a new year of podcasts. I can't believe that much time has gone by. And I made the really lame joke. If you if you know me by now, I'm I'm a really lame punster. And um and like I said back then when I when I turned fifty-two back in the day, I thought, oh, I'm playing with a full deck. But fifty-three, that's when he introduced the Joker, right? So my deck has the Joker, and we're going to focus on laughter today. Could be the furthest thing from your mind. Could be the furthest thing from your heart. However, it is one of those segues. You know, and interestingly, they're laughing out there. They're laughing, and they're saying they want, they want to talk about a few things that might be helpful. Kitties, all you cat people out there, when you hear a kitty purring. Do you know the scientists are coming out with more and more information? And maybe you know all about it, and I'm just late to the party. There's a certain vibration with cats purring that actually is helpful in cancer situations. We have kitties. We have, you know how much we love animals around here. I have a soul kitty. His name is Edgar, E-D-G-R-R-R-R-R, Edgar. And he's out of body now. I see him walking around once in a while. I know he'll come back in. When I was going through the cancer experience, if I didn't have a hat, he would drape himself over my head. And I would think of back in the day, Miami Beach, when the ladies would walk around with their mink stoles and the little feet hanging off there and the little face. You're, I don't know if you're as old as I am, but oh my, there's some strange fashion imagery out there. And that's what Edgar felt like, except thank goodness he was alive and, and his little paws and his little face would be there. And he would be there protecting with his beautiful purr that I could feel just vibrating through my whole body. And yet at the same time, I would just kind of giggle because, yeah, a pretty smart cat. And I'd start to laugh. Look what a cat knows how to do. Look how sweet. And they do it naturally. 
I might have told you about Harry's girlfriend, Goldie, the soul cat, who is always on him, purring in a paw on his face and staring into his eyes. He's gone through different surgeries, and I have too. Our little soul kitties, they tend to put their paw very lightly, very, very lightly on the spot where it is and look in your eyes and say, I know, it's a really beautiful thing. And then the mind goes, really? But we know that. We know that because they have instincts just like us. And when we hug our doggy doggies and hug our kitties or salamanders or gerbils or snakes, sure, why not? My cousin had a boa constrictor. I think he got to be seven feet before he donated him to a zoo. At any rate, all the beings in body, we're here to support each other. We're here to love each other. Okay, we're not going to get started on all the politics and vegan and all that stuff and all you know there are so many levels of care and love and without judging ourselves wherever we are on that spectrum let's love 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 what the animal kingdom brings to us without having to think about it think about the joy the kitty feels just purring away sometimes you know our, the dogs we've had our dogs are out of body right now our last doggy harley what a smiley dog. You would look at that dog and that dog would have the biggest, you know, a grin on her face. They feel, they know, I, I believe they laugh with us at the irony of everything. Ooh, are they smart. Take a deep breath. Look around. We think about babbling brooks. They're just having fun out there. They really? I'm like, I'm looking up at them. Really? Yeah, babbling brooks. Think of the noises that a brook makes or a little waterfall. Think of one of the sweetest sounds when you drive by a playground or a school where there's kids outside, just kid playing noise. Some of us, it triggers bullying thoughts. Let go of that if you can. You know, that mind likes to have those associations. We all have those associations, but if you can hear children's laughter, how beautiful that is in its sweetness and no, not when they're up to mischief, but you know, we come in wanting to share our vibration and one of the most beautiful ways is sharing our laughter because it's beyond words, a shared joke, a shared understanding, a shared, oh, uh, you know, sometimes the joke is the hardship and what can we do? We just laugh. Well, laughter is one of the things that comes through constantly in channeling. Kids are always saying, I love to hear you laugh. I love, love to hear you laugh. And yet, when we have someone we love dearly go out of body, we feel that it might be like a real slap in the face to them. To hear us laugh, they might think that we're okay. That's the brain. That's the brain they're saying out there, forgive ourselves, that wonderful brain of ours, because what the brain is doing, you know what it is? It's trying to take care of them. Here's the deal. If you're thinking about that it might be an affront to them, if we've, in quotes, moved on, because we don't move on, they're part of us. But if they hear us laughing, they might feel, you know what you just did? If you're feeling that, you're acknowledging their consciousness. Oh, yes, you are. So if you're holding yourself back from any part of embracing life on their behalf, no, we don't need to be doing that. 
We don't need to be doing that. It's interesting. I got distracted because um, somebody just told me that someone out there had the thought, we are acknowledging their cognizance any time we hold back any part of ourselves. Here's the other thing. I just picked up that somebody out there just thought, and I, I think it's a mom. I'm not thinking about what they're thinking. I have no more laughter in me. I have no laughter left. And a lot of kids are acknowledging that their parents feel that there are no tears left. Some feel that there's no anger left. But I'm being told that there are listeners who are feeling it's an affront to even talk about it and hurtful and even cruel. How can we laugh? How can you? And they're acknowledging that. And if your mind has those thoughts, have them. We've all been taught. We all have our idea of reality. But the reality is also that someone you love is not available for the hug. And that is nothing to laugh about. Ah, uh, once again, we have an airplane, and if you can hear it, I hope you do. These, it's so timely when it seems to be coming over the office this way. Look up. You have every reason to not laugh here. You have every reason, and, and they said we're making car jokes about the 52 and the 53 with a joker. Well, maybe you feel like the joker's on you, and you just want to fold that hand and put it down. Those are physical plane thoughts. And we have those at different times, and sometimes they are so dire that our loved ones work overtime in any way they can, wrapped around us. So what do they want? They want to hear us laugh. And if it's too hard and you can't do it honestly, it's interesting because sometimes you can fake it till you make it. And sometimes they have advised... When I've channeled, they're saying for some people, they have advice to go out there and fake it till you make it. Because even if you go out and you laugh lamely at someone else's joke, it'll get it moving enough so that the loved one can give you a little flick and say, go further with that. Allow yourself. Allow yourself. So sometimes faking it till you make it, maybe it can work for you. But there are times when it just does not feel like it's a laughing matter. So what can we do to bring the vibrancy of the laughter, the spontaneous, the spontaneous whimsy, that feeling of connectedness? Because laughter, you know what laughter does, they're saying out there? When you're in a room and something, you know, people like to go to comedians. We can watch them at home on TV and they're fun at home. Why would you go watch a comedian in person? Why would you do that? You have a better seat at home. Because all the laughter in the room adds to the magic carpet ride of the comedian. And that energy is your ticket. Maybe away from what's going on in the mind at that moment. Maybe in spite of what's going on in your mind at that moment. It's come in that it's not random that there are so many tragic tales, fairy tales being grim, pun intended. It helps kids, it helps us to release our pain. Flip side, comedy can really help us release 
Sometimes we can have constipation of joy. That was a funny one out there. <laughs> that just came through. I, I always think of it in terms of grief or in terms of what we want to say or what we want to have emotion. Sometimes we stop up our whimsy, our ability to laugh and connect that way. And you know, laughter, whether it's in a small room or in a big theater, God, that wave, it resonates and it raises our vibration. And they just want to whisper gently to you, sometimes in spite of yourself, sometimes in spite of yourself. So take a breath. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. And I just heard them out there and I said, okay, now we're going to really make you laugh. And I thought, really? Do I finally get to be? Are you ready? This came in so many years ago. Our son was, one of our kids was listening to me go on and on about something. And he looked at me and he said, you're a real comedian with an M at the end. I don't know if anyone else thought of it first, but I thought he was a little genius. It was many years ago. And um, so apparently that's what they're asking me to do. Let yourself relax. We've talked about allowing yourself to float on the breath. You don't have to fix anything right now. The only thing that might be going on, I'm hearing for a few people, is the audacity. The audacity of being okay. The audacity of laughter in the face of. And you know what? That's okay. Well, it's not okay but it may be very real. That's what they're saying. They said, I better, you know, they're not saying it's okay. Yeah, we want you to be in that, but it's real. And it's what we humans come in and experience. And to say, rise above the pain. Well, sometimes that's just plain foolishness, isn't it? Sometimes you're just in that pain and life is not going to be what you hoped, what you wanted. We've talked several times about what we wished for and wanted for their potential, how we grieve the loss of that, our dreams for them. But they have potential. Oh, can they grow? Oh, can they do and learn and have joy in it and report it to us? One young man, his name is Matt. I know I've spoken about him before. He passed when he was 14. He wanted to be a surgeon. It's all he wanted. From the time he was like a little guy, and he had a lot of surgeries. He had, you know, brain tumors. And boy, oh boy, he wanted to be a surgeon. When he went out of body, his mom continued to send him love every day and talk about his hopes and dreams. And he confided, he's right here, and he wants to tell you that he told her that he understands that there's a lot he feels he's missing with her, with them. He loves them so much. But being as it is, he says, you know what? I'm going to use this to my advantage. And there's so much red tape. It was a lot. It would be a lot of years of growing up and, and schooling and all of that. And yes, that would have been so beautiful. But where that is not a possibility... He's continuing his learning, and right now, a few years. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I talk about how when I choose doctors, especially surgeons, I look to see who's working with them. We all have people working with us. He's working with doctors and aiding and helping. He's also helping doctors when it isn't successful, starting with his, where you hope for the best and it doesn't do everything you want it to. Oh, dear, those doctors want it to be good, don't they? And sometimes they don't have any control. So he works with them. He says it's important that doctors work with other doctors because sometimes, especially in the old days, doctors thought, oh, I'm God, I'm in charge of everything, whether they live or die. We, we know. We know there's so much more going on. And sometimes the doctor that can't save and needs the healing. There are all kinds of situations. It's interesting. His mom trained herself to write. She's right-handed. This is a fun thing. He wants to just add this, to add it in your bull a trick. See what things feel comfortable to you. She's right-handed. She started practicing writing with her left hand. And for years now, she channels him. And it is actually his handwriting with her left hand and about what he's doing and what he's learning. Now, does she sit in a closed room and do that all day long? No. She has a son and body. And she goes out and about. And she lives her life on the physical plane. And she includes the out-of-body son in joy and in laughter, and knowing that even though she can't see, and it is hard that she can't see the fruits of what he's learning and doing, she knows it, she feels it, she writes it. It's all going on. Take a deep breath. That story was a distraction, and yet a beautiful story to remind us. He's laughing. He's saying he as a medical guy, wanted to tell that story to distract us, to allow us to just feel better. Take a deep breath. We've done our protection. Feel the groundedness to the physical plane and the extension to the spiritual plane. We are always attached. We talked about allowing our breath. Just allow it to come in and out. The thinker, 
if it's taking you places, that's fine. At this point, and last time, we talked about inviting that thinker in, let it be in on the joke of, yeah, it's trying to get you to not laugh and we're inviting it in. If there's joy to be had, let it dabble and dip its little toes, that brain of yours, in the joy. Whatever imagery brings lightness and sweetness. And let's go back to our dear sweet animals and that vibration. Why are we talking about that? Because it's sweet and wonderful and it raises our vibration. But they wanted to segue talking about that to laughter. If you see a new baby, or you see a new puppy or kitty, or any kind of, you know, high vibration, notice how it's almost impossible to not laugh, giggle a little, smile, for sure, smile. So sometimes the mind can think that the soul is betraying us. I smiled at that baby. My baby's out of body. How can I do that? And maybe it lifts a dam for another flood of tears. Maybe not. But along with that, your child, your loved one, is with you as you're smiling, as you forgot for that second, and hugged the puppy, and just felt that, whatever it is, you can bet, you can know they are with you and going, yes, yes, yes. I'm feeling the energy through my right foot moving forward. That's always on the right foot. If you feel that as well, great. It's fun to pick up these physical cues. Notice what's going on for you. If your head feels a little like spacey, that's exactly what we're trying to do. If it's starting to get just a little bit like, now that I said that, it's starting to get a little headachey. Yeah. The brain is a marvelous tool to help us. Got to run away from those tigers. It'll do it. It'll get us to do it. The adrenal system. Oh, epigenetics is something. We're, we're a country filled with wounded people. We're a, a world filled with wounded people. How would we heal here on earth if we didn't have epigenetics? How could we expect for one body, one person to heal all the ancestors? You know what the epigenetics is? It's our soul memory of what we came in to heal with our loved ones, with our soul group. Oh, we will talk about that. That's a fun one. Sometimes your heart could be breaking. You say, with my family? Really? There's, you know, consciousness. There's something there. Sometimes we come in with kindness to bring consciousness and laughter. Sometimes we, we come in to feel it and center ourselves. We are all in it together. We are. And our loved ones want you to know that the purring kitty can change everything. And the puppy, the sunset, it changes everything because your physicality shifts physics-wise. Your vibration goes up. Our loved ones, our guides have e easier access and it's going on whether you're trying or not, whether you're ducking and covering and wanting to hold on to every 
speck of pain because it's the way to hold on right now. They want you to know that eventually there's the recognition that our loved one is out of body and they have the freedom to travel at the speed of thought and be with us. And eventually we realize that we're here in the physical body. And they just gave me that energy shooting out of the right foot again. The best way we can honor them, yes, the best way we can help them is allowing joy and laughter. Because number one for us physically, it raises our vibration and it helps heal us. Grief is debilitating. They want me to tell you yet again how I couldn't channel my own mom. I could feel her. I was channeling for other people all, all like a year. I could feel her. Now I could channel her all the time. But grief, it lowers our vibration. And eventually, during that first year, I could feel my mother and I'd start to laugh at our antics or the fun or, or our craziness or whatever. And that helped. Wherever you are, you see, it helps us heal, and that's what they want for us. Here's the other part. It helps them. It helps them because they want us to be okay. And just like we feel helpless to help them, but we're not, they can sometimes, upon first going out, feel helpless at helping us, and then they learn that they can what a magnificent thing to learn in tandem. We can help them. Whether or not they went out with angst or alone with illness or by their own, even if we held them in our arms and everything was fine, the healing that happens, the expansion that happens, that love, they want us to be as high vibration as possible for our own healing and for our own comfort, because that comfort leads to their access. So when, oh, I hear birds chirping, I think it's too quiet, I don't know if you can pick it up, but the birdies are singing. Listen to them. Listen to them. So often they're chirping as a reminder from our loved ones. When we allow ourselves and we allow the laughter, the giddy, the silly, the absurd, the dark humor even, whatever it is to loosen up that gut and literally come through our throat, and even if it brings tears or we snort with our nose, it releases so much from the physical body, as you know your tears do too. And if your tears lead to laughter and vice versa, that laughter, whether it feels cruel or heavenly, even if it's dark, they're with us, they're holding us. And it's a segue to higher vibration laughter. And remembering the great moments we had in the past together with laughter and with joy. And do you know what happens when we do? In real time, we're thinking of the past. But right now, when you're thinking it, 
when you're feeling it in your body, allowing your heart to respond to what was, it becomes now the reality of the essence of what you're sharing with your loved one who is with you, to their delight, to their honor, to their happiness, which brings their vibration higher as they bring it to us. And it brings our vibration higher. They have easier access. They want us to heal. They love us. In situations where there might have been some trauma and things that were unfinished, and we've talked about that before too, so interesting. Somebody could have, oh, I have four people I want to have show up. Maybe it's the fourth one or maybe it's number five they weren't thinking about. But you know who shows up usually? The one who might have felt they caused the most angst and pain. The one that you feel right now you can't really just love, but you do and you want to. The ones who feel fine with us, they're not as pushy. They know they're okay with us. We're okay with them. But the ones with the broken hearts or the ones who want to make amends or ask us, oh, are they at the forefront wanting to come through? You see, the ones that know that we can laugh with them, that they want us too. And if you have an opportunity for somebody to come through who isn't laughing, they want to clear the way for peace and calm and resolution. And we've talked about there are ways to have it here. We talk about it all the time. Laughter is one of the most powerful, powerful ways to have that. So they want me to tell you this. And they're being, they're like, they're like being kind of funny. They want to put it in medical terms. If you laugh until you puke, if you laugh until your nose runs and you cry, if you hiccup and you become a mass of whatever the body needs to do to release, let laughter be the segue and let it lead to joy. Because this is really something I have to tell you. When I channel, I can feel the crowd and they're all coming into you and they're wrapped around you as you're moving through and learning and expanding and loving. Do you know what I'm hearing out there? Laughter. Joyful laughter. With tears. But that laughter's coming through. Take a breath. Allow yourself to feel something around your loved one that makes you happy. And if you can't, it's okay. This is this moment in time. If you can't, it's okay. But they're saying they will hug you and hold you. And they're hoping that you'll be able to soon. And maybe things are just not funny. But there's joy and love we share with our loved ones and even the ones we have angst with. It's a learning curve. Like I said, they want me to repeat it, and I realize now why they did. Sometimes when I, I meditate and go up into that high vibration, I can't stop laughing, and it isn't because they're telling jokes. 
It's because of joy and the body erupts with it. Allow it. Allow it as you allow your tears. Allow it. Allow it as you will love your allow your love to expand and envelop all your loved ones, yourself, and all. Take a breath. It's all love. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncap.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.